Um, Working on both walnuts. I I appreciate Sean uh, or Tim (laughs) properly uh, getting hygiened up for for this remote podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I am. I'm putting on some hand lotion. I'm pouring wine into a scotch glass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Brose, lifts and separates. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and Rosemary on an audio feed reporting live from Belmont, New Jersey, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everybody. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida, Tim Hansen. What? <laughs> what is lifts and separates? You know what? So, Miami, Florida, so, it's probably open at this point because they're yeah, really messing up. So you can get to the uh, beach real quick and uh, be with like thousands of your friends. Yeah, nice. Spring yeah, Break Part Twenty Seven. Yeah, <laughs> Spring Breakers 20, 2020. The fun don't stop. Oh god! Until we're the, all uh, dead, which yeah, will be in a couple of weeks. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why we're surprised that Florida was like, I know that like everybody's just pissed off at Florida, but I'm not sure why anybody's surprised. We had spring breakers three weeks ago saying, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm just going to, I'm here to party. Like we should not be shocked that Florida was just like, yeah, listen, do whatever you want. Go out on Daytona beach and uh, sink into the ocean. It is. It's like, but it's like, they're all so old. Like a significant (laughs) portion of their population are the elderly who are the people who should be most worried. <laughs> you would think, but maybe it's that, that leftover, like greatest generation stuff where they're just like, I lived through war. I lived through Korea. I lived through Vietnam and now I'm going to live through this damn virus. Yeah. I don't know. I, I but, saw you've, there have been takes on Twitter of people being like, imagine going to somebody who fought it on the beaches of Normandy. It was, it was on the D day anniversary. And somebody said, imagine, uh, telling somebody who stormed the beaches of Normandy that we had canceled the college basketball tournament because of a virus. I'm like, yeah, man, the NCAA March Madness tournament, basically the same thing as D-Day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 obviously. Yeah, so oh, good stuff. Uh, everybody doing OK? Otherwise, everybody hanging in there during uh, is this week, like 74 of social distancing. <laughs> it, it seems, seems like 86. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Still no, going it's, to work every day. It's, it's yeah, week sixty nine. It's week sixty nine. Nice. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> nice amount of time. Tim, you're still considered essential personnel. Uh yeah, we are considered uh, activities related to credit intermediation. <laughs> All right. Well, yep. sounds real. <laughs> Technically, yes. However, is is my reaction to that. We we manufacture <laughs> debt so that people can mm-hmm. be in debt in this time where no one's making money, so they're going into debt. Yes. Yeah. So Once we make again, debt. Tim's <laughs> got to go down into the debt mines with his hard hat, with a canary, <laughs> with a little spotlight. He's got to take the pickaxe and mine that debt. Like in in a country that needs this kind of energy, we need somebody to go down there and get that raw, you know, unfiltered debt that we can use to to push the society along. Mm-hmm. Are, are you sure they take canaries down to the debt mines and not billionaires? Mm. That's big debt energy. 
Yeah. It's big dead energy. Big dead, <laughs> big dead energy. <laughs> that, uh, welcome to Rose Podcast. Uh, available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. Uh, we're on our 28th session now, guys. Holy guacamole. <laughs> I like I guacamole. It. Yeah. That's so uh, many. Now, which means that we've recorded, uh, I'm doing the math here, 6,000 episodes uh, prior to this. And so if you've listened to any of those episodes, you would know by now that the premise of the show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. Um, and we do it while sipping glasses of rosé. Um, if you have a question you want us to answer on the show, uh, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. And have your questions answered uh, the way that many of our listeners have, like Amanda Hastings, Molly Craig, uh, Brian Everett, James Holland, and many other people. Um, you're, you're expecting a lot out of me to try and remember more than five names, uh, <laughs> let, let Matt's alone. Matt's extended family. <laughs> Matt's mom, That's Matt's brother. Uh. <laughs> you mean Mrs. Casnell, Mr. Casnell? Yes. <laughs> I got, I got nothing otherwise. Uh, yeah, so uh, so absolutely, please please write in, and we will do our best to uh, to answer them on the air. Um, before we continue, though, let's talk about the wines that we are drinking. Uh, Tim, I'm going to start with you. What are you drinking this evening? Uh, well, one of the only wines at Wegmans the other day that I haven't had. Wait, was it Wegmans? No, it was Acme. Never mind. Uh, I'd had all the other ones, so I grabbed Bucket List, which I thought was fitting for these times, <laughs> just in oh, case. No. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a California rosé. That's fill your glass, fill your list, fill your life, is the thingy it says on it. it it's like uh, the wine version of Live, Love, Laugh, but not. <laughs> Eat, pray, love. It's fairly, yeah. It's it's fairly middling. It's it's a rosé. It's like a lightish salmon color. It exists. Okay. okay. It's a it's it's a it's a rosé that exists. A resounding resounding uh, vote of confidence from Tim Hansen. <laughs> Woo. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rich, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, Buschegger. I B U C H E G G E R. Sure. Um, I, it, it is, I believe a Russian wine of all places. <laughs> um, it's a rosé obviously. And it, it's, it's pretty good. There are like no tasting notes on it at all. And most of the bottle is in Russian <laughs> or, or like not specific, maybe more like, uh, like, um, like Polish, I guess, or, or, or something like, like it's got like the the two dots over the O, and umlaut. Yeah, that's it. It could be it could Scandinavian. Be Scandinavian. It could be from anywhere. That's that's, yeah. that's what I meant. Scandinavian. Need, that's what I was trying to picks, figure out. Rich, we need to help you figure this out. I actually have a picture of it. I was going to post it on Twitter. I'll send it to you guys first. Based Yay! on Rich's explanation, I'm pretty comfortable in saying French. <laughs> it could be French. It oui, could oui. definitely be French. <laughs> uh, so, so all, other than the language, is it uh, is it okay? Oh yeah, it's good. It's uh, it's pretty dry, um, and okay. it's really. I think last time I had a dry wine as well that I liked, and this is another mm -hmm. dry wine that I like. Rich, you sent us a picture of your wine, but it's it's very it. it the only thing I can read is the can you've got the cup you've got next to it that says the struggle is real. <laughs> I uh, mean, that, that, that's that's true as well. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, Sean, what are you drinking uh, tonight? Uh, this week I am drinking rosé, but uh, 
Breaking we, news. We, we ordered some wine for delivery. So we're going to get some wine delivered to our house, but it hasn't gotten here yet. So I had to go the old O'Brien House Blend, which currently is <laughs> the end of a bottle of Paris Valley Road and Broversation. And let me tell you, the sum is not greater than its parts. You mix these two <laughs> together, it's not as good as they were separately. <laughs> but it's definitely a wine and it'll get the job done. It's good enough. It's like the, uh, the old Jim Gaffigan fruitcake joke. It, uh, the math doesn't make sense. Fruit, good. Cake, great. Fruitcake, nasty. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Sense. This is the fruitcake of wines. Simply does not add up. Um, I am drinking uh, J.P. Uh, Azeto. Uh, it's, boy, I couldn't tell you a thing about this. Uh, it appears to be a Portuguese. This one's called her. Uh, <laughs> So uh, this is a Portuguese wine. Ooh. Uh, it has beautiful pink color with a long mineral fresh finish, uh, according to the uh, the item on the back. Um, appetizers. Uh, it goes well with appetizers such as shellfish, salads, and light meat dishes. Um, couldn't tell you anything about that because I don't have any uh, shellfish, salads, or light meat dishes on my person at this time. Um, but uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's crisp. It's not super sweet. Um, but it is perfectly, perfectly usable, perfectly drinkable rosé. Uh, we'll see how how it progresses as the night goes on. <laughs> nice. So we're all killing it this night. It's like average, 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 average. Just knocked <laughs> Just, it out of the park. It's we're all drinking wine. That's yeah. what matters. I'll tell you what; these are definitely hey. wines. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to, uh, quote, to quote Sean from last session, the world's on yes. fire. Who really cares right now? <laughs> At this point, yeah. Okay. So I have uh, a uh, an email of questions. Our, our our renowned question organizer Mary O'Brien uh, did us the service of distributing our questions and addendums uh, across the lot of us, uh, so that Sean uh, doesn't have to do the heavy lifting this time. Uh, Sean, how are you feeling about that? Oh my god, my shoulders are they're so sore. My back was killing me from uh, carrying this team last time, so glad to have that off my plate. Thank Matt, God, really. Do you think you're going to be able to handle this? Because it has been about four to five sessions since you last read anything for us. To be perfectly honest, I'm not sure I, I can read anymore. So <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. like, it, it's that's going to be a rough starting point in and of itself. But uh, but I will do my best. Uh, it has been a considerable amount of time since uh, since I read the questions. But I'm happy to do so for you, the listeners out there. You should be thankful. Yes. Um, <laughs> So uh, our first question comes from listener Amanda Hastings. Always love to hear from Amanda. If a genie granted you three wishes right now, what would you wish for? Hmm. If a genie granted you three wishes right now, what would you wish for from Amanda Hastings? So I mean, for president. <laughs> Earn dog. Let's go. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll go the obvious route and go with a vaccine for COVID-19. Um, just, you know, hey, that would eh, that would solve a lot of problems right now if we just had it. Like if we, you know, it's supposed to be, what, 12 to 18 months until a vaccine is actually complete. And so it'd be nice. If we woke up tomorrow and went, holy crap, it worked. It just worked perfectly. Everything's fine <laughs> with it. And now we're good. Um, so I'll go with that one as one of my wishes. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's, that's that's my starting point. OK. Um. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other ones. It's uh, so hard. I think my first hmm. wish would be that people in general would start believing science again. That would mm -hmm. be great. <laughs> mm -hmm. That would be nice for well, me. 
I I feel really, really selfish because my first wish would just be to have a job in a position that I enjoy. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working to- on that one. Like that might be my second or third choice. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna work on the global pandemic first, but I certainly would be interested. Okay, listen, if that's solved, yeah, it wouldn't hurt to make a couple extra bucks or you know yeah. something like that. Infinite uh, money would be nice. Yes, infinite money. Um, I would like to. One of my wishes would be to be immortal, but I could stop whenever I wanted. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? the, the the good place, like the good good place. Exactly. Like, like so, yeah. like, I could, I would be immortal, could live as long as I want. And once I'm like over it, I'm just like I'm out, and then I could die. Just walk <laughs> through this door, and, yeah. and you're, you're you return to the ether. So exactly. Not like Kane. Not like Kane and Abel. <laughs> no, not like Kane. No, <laughs> the opposite of Kane. I, I I like that. I like that wish. Um, but my wish would probably be to. Uh, my second wish would probably be to gain the powers of some anime show that I would like. I'm not sure which one yet. <laughs> I do want to have a talk with Rich about some of his priorities, but I would like to hear more about the anime powers first. <laughs> I don't know, like to be a ninja from Naruto or to be mm-hmm. a Shinigami from Bleach. Or you know what? I just want a Death Note because uh, that would make life a lot easier uh, big yikes wow. there buddy wow. Rich I'm going to need you to forget how to spell my name real quick uh, my, my third wish would just be to have another genie in a lamp so I get three more wishes oh here we go <laughs> and that genie would be like the peace on earth and healing people and then another third wish of another genie in a lamp and just so continue the cycle. So what you would want is you'd have you'd have a little bit of a balance because you have this genie that could you could use future wishes to restore peace and, and prosperity to the world, but you'd still have the death note in your back pocket <laughs> just in case things go awry and you need to bring the hammer of justice down. Yeah, yeah. Like just in case um a presidential election doesn't go the right way or something. Who knows? Okay. Let's all right. So we, we, we did do this about a year ago where we talked about assassinating public officials and we're gonna we're gonna backpedal from that. Um but I'm not but going into detail, noted. but <laughs> it would just be nice to have that available. You should you should all read the one shot of Death Note that they recently released. And mm-hmm. that's all I'll go about that. <laughs> uh Tim, what would your three wishes be? Uh, Bernie, Bernie, and Bernie. No, I'm completely <laughs> terms of Bernie. <laughs> three, three terms of Bernie, unprecedented. You heard it here um, first. Tim wants to wreck the constitutional amendments again. <laughs> Three-term president. Got him. Got him. Uh, honestly, for people to learn fucking math, these fucking ingrates. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and, for, and to learn fucking science these fucking ingrates um, for real <laughs> yeah for, for real I'm, I'm dead serious the fact that I can't have a legitimate yeah. conversation with so many people that I interact with on a regular basis because their head mm-hmm. is just so far up their ass and they're like well my opinion is this well your opinion is about worth the shit in your left hand so wow. you can't beat science because you don't like it pouty mm-hmm. face um so that's kind of feelings into consideration fuck feelings (laughs) um and honestly just not to be in debt i don't even want a shit ton of money if i could just not be in the debt that i'm in i would be in a world of a different place Mm -hmm. 
Okay. And that's it. Okay. That's all I get. Good stuff. Math, science, um, no debt. Yeah. So, so Ber- Bernie, STEM, and no debt. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Sean, what would your three wishes be? Okay. So I forget what I said. Okay. So I said immortal, but I could stop. Yes. Uh, I would want people to believe in science. science. Yeah. And then for the third one, I think I would also go with a lack of debt because it is such a burden to mm-hmm. have to account for that because otherwise mm-hmm. I'm like pretty chill, like outside of what's going on right now. I was like pretty happy with how everything was kind of, you mm-hmm. know, looking out for me. So no debt. Mm-hmm. That's my last one for anybody. Yeah. All debt for everyone cleared except for <laughs> countries to each other to avoid the inevitable <laughs> world war. <laughs> Good allusion to uh was it 26-2, whenever we I talked think that about that was the uh the Bronus episode. Oh, might have uh, might have been. Uh we, we answered a question from listener Brian Everett about uh whether we should have a debt jubilee and uh I, we immediately took it to a macroeconomic level that I don't think Brian <laughs> intended. Um but uh but okay, so so Coronavirus vaccine is my number one right now. Um, uh, it would solve a, a lot of problems in in my life as well as uh, the life of uh, mm-hmm. the, the world at large, the lives of the world at large. Um, for my second wish, um, I will also go with with debt free. We have our mortgage. We have my student loans. You know, it would be nice if um, if we could just uh, wipe the floor with that and get back to zero. Um, and then. Oh boy, the third one. I'm gonna boy. It's uh, so I've got global. I've got big picture me and and my family, and so I'll go short term me and my family. I'd really like some chicken wings like right now. Um, <laughs> so right, like the yeah. best, if I could just have one order of the best buffalo chicken wings ever. Um, you know, nice, nice, crispy, full wing, full skin on delicious Buffalo sauce. If I could just, if, if the genie could grant upon me one serving of the greatest Buffalo wings of all time, that'd be fine too. Cause then, then you get that immediate satisfaction of the, the wings. You get the, the, you're helping the world with the COVID-19 stuff and you're, you're wiping out that as well. You're hitting, I'm, I'm hitting every level and that's all but, I'm going for with these. But wishes. you see, then the rest of your life, you'll be chasing those wings. You'll want to find those best wings. You're tr- yeah, you know, yeah, it might be better to have the best ever of a food that I don't really care about. Yeah, because um, then I want, you know, maybe like the greatest tofu that's ever been made, um, or like the best Chinese food or something like that. Oh, uh, you can't, I can't, I can't take Chinese food <laughs> off the menu. Um, I will, yeah, you know what? Screw it. I'll, I'll go with um, I my instead of the instead of my very rational pick of the best chicken wings of all time, uh, I will take uh, like my my dream job. I'll be hosting a morning radio show, morning sports show. How about that? There you go. Done. Nice. Boom. Taken care of. Um. All right. Good stuff. Three yeah. wishes, man. Good stuff. Good, good work by the genie <laughs> on this one. Our next question. Um. What is the sweetest thing you have ever done for a girl? Hopefully for your current SO <laughs> submitted by Donna Casnell, AKA Matt's mom. Matt's mom. So what is the sweetest thing you've ever done for a, a girl, a woman, significant other, what have you? Hmm. I, so this is kind of just a general thing that I, in this relationship have gotten a lot better about listening to Mary when she speaks. And then in terms of gifts, 
like filing things away when I hear her talk about them. Like she's like, oh, I would like, you know, uh, like I want I want to be able to do gel nails at home. And so I'm like, okay, I'll file that away. And then later on, you get that for like a birthday or Mother's Day or something like that. So like Mm -hmm. in general, that's that's where I am now, which is way better than I've ever been in the past. Uh, That is that is huge, though. I'm not I'm not really good at romantic gestures in general, mm-hmm. but I do for every Valentine's Day, I make a food. So like I learned how to make cheesecake for this Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? Like I learn a new food, a new dessert to make. And mm-hmm. rather than go out and buy some like chocolates or whatever, that's mm-hmm. my thing It's like I'm, I will make I made her like chocolate lava cake last year. I made her cheesecake this year. That's my move. Mm-hmm. So can I tell you the uh, when you mentioned the memory thing, the first uh, like 12 months or so that I was dating my wife, uh, I legitimately kept a a uh, draft note on my phone of just whenever she mentioned stuff. And I was like, I'm going to forget this. She likes Hello Kitty. Boom. Done. Uh, She likes uh, this kind of shoe. Boom. Done. Like it is the same thing, but I had to write it down. So I was always like shortly after she'd say like, oh, I really like that. uh, That whatever. I'd just be like, yep. Is that so? Huh? Tappity, tappity, tappity. Uh, that's, that's that's a brilliant idea it's, it's, I, listen because i knew me and i knew that i wasn't <laughs> going to stay in the, that trap for very long so uh so yeah, yeah. that's that's really yeah. cool like the uh the, the memory thing is is definitely huge remembering like little things that the that that uh yeah. your significant yeah. other likes i have a yeah. wish list specifically for that stuff because i'm like because similarly i'm gonna forget so i'm like yep. she'll say something and then i'll like i have to go to the bathroom and i'll be like all right find that put it on my uh <laughs> list very Write nice. this shit down. Yeah. Tim, what is the nicest thing you've ever done for a girl? I feel like we've asked this question before, or at least something similar. Um, I think we had like, it was like r- most romantic thing you've ever done. So I guess it sort of falls in that vein. It, it's similar. And I don't, I, I yeah. think we all copped out last time and said uh, the way we proposed. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. we, sure, we sure did. Yeah, let me tell you the way I proposed. Mm. <laughs> Oops. Um, well, rough deal. <laughs> honestly, I don't know. So my my, and this kind of goes with everything, not just sweet things that I do. For the most part, if I go out of my way to do something nice, then it's just like, cool, I did it. You happy? Cool. And then I will never think about that thing ever again. So mm-hmm. I, I I just I don't know. The only thing I could I, I've had somebody who was like I I had to come pick them up in the middle of Westchester like three in the morning because somebody kicked them out of their house. I appreciate uh, that you do that for me, Tim. But they said for a girl. <laughs> oh, it was Logan. I'm sorry. His long hair threw me for a loop. Um, uh, no, it was a girl, and she wasn't my girlfriend at the time, but she mm-hmm. did end up. At some point. So, okay. I, I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. Shout out to and Logan then, Honeycutt. Yeah, right? <laughs> shtick, shtick. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Um, no, that's nice. Like the, the, the middle of the night call, like showing that you're needed when you want. And I do appreciate the the fact that even if it's something that, that you don't consider, like, oh, it's not something that you did, the, that you have in your head as something big that you did. Um that's equally good, though, because if it's something that you don't think is a big deal that they think is a huge deal, like that's still a very sweet gesture. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a follow up. Uh, this is just my interpretation of it. Um, Thanks, Rich, Matt. I appreciate is, it. <laughs> what is the nicest thing you, Rich, have done for for another girl, an SO, what have you? Um. Hmm, see, my my dating experience and relationship experience is very minimal, so I don't really have a lot to pull from. But I would have to say the one uh, Valentine's Day I did spend with uh, the girl, I guess I consider my longest running girlfriend. Um, I, 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 I made uh, um, chicken parm for us for dinner and I made brownies for dessert and we hung out and watched a movie and it was really all I've oh. got. <laughs> hey, chicken, yeah. homemade chicken parm, though. Yeah, that's what's and, up. And, I, I yeah. did all of that after work. So it's like I got home from work at like 530-ish mm-hmm. and started making chicken parm and all of this st- and and brownies and everything. Like mm-hmm. I, I didn't really get to relax until like 10 o'clock that night. <laughs> By the way, completely unrelated. The uh the NFL draft is on right now, and I'm only bringing this up because uh there are, are prop bets on like random things in the draft because there's no sports to bet on, so you have to bet on the NFL draft. Uh, and there was a there was a over under nine and a half as the most people like the the fullest room because you know you, if you ever watch the NFL draft you have um those those you see the the video feed of the the player getting picked with his family and there's usually like five hundred people there um but they had a they had a bet this year for over under nine and a half as the most number of people seen in a room because of all the social distancing uh and they showed uh Tua Tunga Vailoa and he's got like 50 people in his house <laughs> <laughs> just blatantly disregarding <laughs> all, yeah. all warnings about this good stuff to um okay so um sorry that's <laughs> funny um <laughs> as far as the uh the the question at hand uh the the sweetest thing I've done I I will say, I think I, I remember doing this um, when uh, my wife and I went to Washington, D.C. for a weekend. Um, I think it was to celebrate our anniversary. I've been to celebrate our anniversary. I can't remember exactly when we went. Um, but her, my my wife's uh, late grandmother spent a long portion of her life and I believe met her husband uh, working at the Mayflower Hotel in, in D.C. And so uh, when we went down for the weekend, I booked us a room at the Mayflower without telling my wife. So, uh, oh, so she thought that was so yes. uh so it's, it's a very nice hotel it's a, it's a, sort of like a boutique hotel in town and, and right in the middle of the city so um it was it was very convenient but also it was just well this is a nice hotel and obviously there's the the family history there so um that's the one that that's coming to mind as something that i made an active decision okay i'm going to do something cool here cool mm-hmm. cool uh, i cool feel like you have to ask our significant others what the sweetest <laughs> thing because not not for because i i feel very similarly to tim where like i'll do something nice but like i'm just happy that you're happy in that moment and i'm not going to remember what i did i'll just remember that you were happy you know sure. so yeah and it's it's all in, in the interpretation like we might think it's a, it's a very sweet gesture and they might not have seen it that way but then something small that we might have done you know they might have they might have seen it as oh my god that's the greatest thing that's ever happened yeah 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 who knows um, good stuff. Any other final thoughts on this one? No. <laughs> no. All right. Moving it along then. <laughs> Our next question. I apologize for the draft aside, but I got bad news. As we warned the listeners about uh, when we, we solicited questions for this round of episodes, it's going to be a rough, uh, rough round for my, t- for my attention span as the NFL draft goes on. I'm just going to put it out <laughs> right now. 
Uh, it hasn't even started yet, and that's that's where <laughs> we're at. Um, the next question is submitted by a uh, longtime listener, Brian Everett. Since most everyone has been staying home for the past three to four weeks, you probably got to know your neighborhood a little bit better. What has been one quarantine realization about your neighborhood that drives you crazy? And then he, he couples this with a take. Mine, 80% of adult males in the Kingston Estates neighborhood enjoy using commercial grade leaf blowers the second the sun comes out on any given day. <laughs> My, mine isn't really quarantine take because I've known this for forever, but my municipality and the uh the the apartments behind and around my house like to mow the lawn at seven o'clock in the morning seven a.m yeah because that's when noise curfew stops so that boom they're mowing and my my bed is right next to the window in the back of the house which is right next to the complex that i hear these large industrial sized lawnmowers going seven o'clock in the morning every other week or every week it, it drives me bonkers. I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> really pushing the boundaries there. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you, uh, Sean? What have you noticed about your neighborhood? <sighs> well, honestly, not much. The only thing that's that it's it is truly bizarre that it seems like every time I put Alice down for her nap, that's the exact moment, like right when she falls asleep that four separate people decide to walk their dogs right by my house. And so my dogs just go bananas. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like it happened yesterday. Like we, Alice and I were hanging out and I had work to do. So I'm like, all right, go to bed. And so I finally, I was like, all right, she's sleepy. I'm going to put her to sleep. And like five minutes in, the dogs go crazy for like 15 straight minutes because these dogs keep walking by. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, why do you have to walk on the worst part? <laughs> like we're at the yeah. very end of the walkable neighborhood. Just make a U-turn right before our street. There's no reason to go to Black Horse Bike. Stop it. You're not going to McDonald's. I know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Legally not allowed. No. Rough deal. Rough deal with the, the noise. It seems like the noise is the biggest thing that people are, are noticing is that various noises yeah. uh, at certain point, at various times. Uh, now, Tim, you have not been home for your job, but I imagine you've been spending a lot more time at home. What have you noticed about your neighborhood? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, the apartment complex, we don't interact with our neighbors all that much because either they're, either they're old and don't really leave their development or their apartment anyway, or they are also going to work every day. Uh, the only thing I've learned is that the old man who moved in across the hall is a great cook, always smells delicious when I come home and listens to some awesome, like classical and jazz music. So it's just like every time I come home, there's usually something good playing. So that's awesome. <laughs> nice. so, so shout out to Sam, the old man across the hall. Sam, the old man from Uzbekistan. Um, no, 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 no. Stan the just, old man. <laughs> just just across the hall. Maybe from Ohio, but <laughs> maybe from Ohio. Uzbekistan, Ohio. Um but yeah, like Sean, I, I haven't noticed a whole ton about our neighborhood because I, you know, I'm I'm usually inside and you know, working and not really you know, we have the we have the landscapers and leaf blowers and everything like that. Um uh there's a lot more people walking. Um I guess more people exist in my neighborhood than I realized before. Uh cuz I see a lot of different people uh walking around and like walking their dogs or or taking their kids out than than usual. Um 
the goose population is still very strong at the lake that I jog around. Uh, so that's that's unchanged from before. Um, there's, yeah, there's not really a ton about my neighborhood. My cats sleep even more than I thought they did. Um, yeah, it's, it's really about the the extent of it at this point. Um, so yeah, and so it's, it's it's pretty boring. Pretty boring here at uh, Shea Casnell. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nothing is going on ever, which is wild. Yeah, because everybody's inside. Yeah, like that's the thing. It's like, oh, you got to know your neighborhood a little bit better. It's like, oh, I, I don't know. Like I, I've seen the same people walking around. I think people are still generally behaving the same, but maybe they're doing it more often because they can't go yeah. anywhere else. So it's like, well, I guess I'll go for my third walk today because yeah. not going to the bar or whatever. Yeah, like, I, I've, um, I've spent probably two to three days a week outside doing yard work along my fence and stuff. And I I don't really see many of my neighbors in general. No. Um, I'm glad about FedEx, that. Good. Our, yeah. our FedEx <laughs> delivery guy is dumb. He delivered a package for my house at, uh, I'm not going to say the address, almost did, two houses <laughs> down, which is nowhere near what my address is, kind of. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's that's that. They delivered mm-hmm. a uh, package to my house from my next door neighbor, and I I just left it outside for like three days, and then I just <laughs> threw it onto their porch, and I'm like, yeah, they'll find it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But one day, my one of my neighbors did. They kept having somebody come over, and I was like, what are you doing? Like, friggin' stop! And they yeah. always and like this neighbor is like always listening to like Fox News. And NASCAR, mm-hmm. they're watching NASCAR and they're listening to country. So I was like, these people are fucking breaking quarantine all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just like, what are they doing? Then, <laughs> then, about yeah. a week, a week ago, I was out, I was out back, and I heard them talking. And one, the one lady was just going off on one of her relatives for not taking this seriously enough. And I was like, oh, okay. So there is a, there has to be a legitimate reason why someone is coming over. Or it wouldn't be mm. happening. So I'm like, all right. And I backed mm. off. And so I'm like, thank God. <laughs> like I don't yeah. live, I don't live near a goddamn sociopath trying to kill everyone because they it's don't like give sides. So it was a very happy they probably are very Turk or Derbs people, but at least in this they are like <laughs> listening to the the wisdom here. And I'm I'm glad about that. So big ups to mm. them for not being irresponsible, I guess. Happy quarantine stories. <laughs> Good stuff. Only positive quarantine stories. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to move on to the next question. And I got great news for you guys about this next question. Like huge news. Just oh, absolutely hell. massive. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It is time for the Antiques Roadshow. Is it Addendum 1? It sure is Addendum 1. So we've all been provided Addendum 1. And we're being asked now to please open Addendum 1 and describe the photo to the listeners. Each bro needs to determine, one, what they think the name of the object is. Two, what its use is, and three, its appraisal value. So, uh, gentlemen, please open your textbooks to Addendum One uh, and take a look at what we have here. Ooh, look at this! It is right, it looks Sean. Like, describe for us. It, it looks like a felt mask. Uh, looks like a like a superhero kind of mask. Or honestly, it looks mask? like yeah, like a masquerade a mask. Like it reminds me of the mask of the Black Death. You know mm. that Edgar Allan Poe show i mean love it. story so it's it seems like that kind of mask it's blue and it mm-hmm. seems to be felt and it seems yeah, to be like in it. fairly good condition but old but i can't really tell yeah. how old 
As I say, the straps on the back look like it if you tie them too felt. tightly, they might tear. Yeah. I don't know. G- guys, this is this is my um, anime character mask for when I make my wish to be an anime character. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> the, the picture Rich, also... Rich is the tuxedo mask from Sailor Moon. Exactly. Yeah. No, his mask was white. And f- ah, no, his shoot. mask was black and just covered the eyes, not the nose. This covers mm. the uh, uh, nose... Well. You could have what? told me anything and I would have believed you. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he wears a pink. No, it's a black tuxedo. I can't even joke with that. No, you're right the first time. It is that a white mask. Fun. Is it a white mask? But it's just yeah. his eyes, though, right? It's just yeah. like sunglasses. Okay. To go too often, it, it, it's my understanding from, from hearing and reading about this later that tuxedo mask was actually kind of useless as a as a as an aid to the protagonist in Sailor Moon. Not uh, wrong about that. I, I, I haven't watched Sailor Moon in so long. <laughs> I, I don't either. really I, I remember. Seem to recall this. I think like Jen, my my wife really liked Sailor Moon growing up, and I've seemed to recall her saying something along the lines of like tuxedo mask is just a piece of shit. Doesn't really. Do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess because the, the the show was supposed to be like women empowerment, so mm-hmm. like you make this uh, occasionally showed up hero of tuxedo yeah. mask the only male protagonist in the show, and like. It makes sense that he's like not really powerful because it's supposed mm-hmm. to be all the girls that are powerful. Yeah, Sailor except then it just book. makes them look stupid <laughs> because they're falling for an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's well, perfect. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're they're like 14, their character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we have a listener that could educate us more on Sailor Moon because I don't uh, really know much. 100%. So Brian yeah. Everett, if you could write in and ask us about the Sailor Moon thing. <laughs> Um, uh, all right, so back to the mask. Uh, so we have this blue felt mask. Um, looks like a like a masquerade mask or a phantom mask. Um, what do you guys think? It. I, I mean, it's a mask. Uh, mm. I would. I would. I'm going to go with it's a mask. Uh, but as far as its function, I couldn't even begin to tell you. What do you guys think? I'm assuming it's from some specific theater production. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go four grand and from some old. U.S. based theater production, just because I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> I four feel grand. like Felt's. I f- yeah, four grand. I feel like Felt's not that old, so it can't be too old. Like, how long have we been able to make Felt? I don't even know what Felt is. To be aged, yeah. I know it's probably synthetic something or other. Okay. Yeah, synthetic. I think it's a prop from a movie of an Edgar Allan Poe adaptation. I'm going to okay. stick with that. And I'm going to say it is worth, I don't know, $7,000. That's a lot I'm of noise say, going on. That's all. That was me so, thinking. That was my thinking noise. <laughs> that was the steam coming out of Sean's ears as he was trying yeah. to think of it. Um, I'm going to say that this was a mask used for an elementary school production of the Phantom of the Opera, except for the role of the Phantom was played by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Boom! <laughs> $20,000. Jesus. Uh, it's, it's hmm. like, I'll say like $2,500. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go more antique-ish. I'm going to go with like a, um, when was the the French Renaissance or the French uh, Revolution? 1800? 1800? Yeah. yeah. I think it was like right so around the turn go, of the century. This is this is an 1800s French Revolution um, nobles mask to hide themselves for when they were mm-hmm. out in public. Ooh. Hmm. Um 
and I'm going to go with 15 grand. And I'm just pulling all of this just out of nowhere. I, I have if, no if reason. You are, for if it. you are dead center on both of those, <laughs> I'm going to call shenanigans. I just want you to <laughs> know. <laughs> I promise I have not looked at it at all. I am just. Mm-hmm trying like i can even show you right now <laughs> no you can't <laughs> the no, answer no key is still in bold so okay. i have not opened it up i have bad news for a lot of our assumptions about felt according to wikipedia felt from wool is considered to be the <laughs> oldest known textile <laughs> i saw that too and i was like fuck maybe no one will bring it up couldn't possibly be more incorrect what's <laughs> felt got like 40 50 years <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Uh, come to all, come to the Brose podcast for all your felt knowledge. Um, oh all right, so we have addendum one here. Uh, we have an answer key. Uh, who would like to be a member of the Brose players this week? I I'll, I'll, I'll be in on this. Yeah, you and Tim. Yeah, Timmy, let's do this. Do you want to be the okay. guest or the appraiser? I'll be the guest. All right, you be the guest. I'll be the appraiser. And action! Wait, I got to get down there. <laughs> what we're looking and at is the <laughs> what we're looking at is the mask that was used on the first episode of the Lone Ranger. A lot of people think of the Lone Ranger with the black mask. The actual first masks were made of plaster of Paris over his face, and then they cover that with purple felt. It gave a very good contrast with the costume that was used on the program. And it was of course filmed in black and white, and that's why they did that. That's correct. <laughs> now you have a picture here and there's a little boy that's you that's correct <laughs> and that's clayton moore yes it is the lone ranger my father was very active in the film industry <laughs> he met a lot of famous people and they had a next door neighbor who, who introduced my father to clayton moore and they became very close friends Hmm. and as a child <laughs> you used to go over to clayton's house Yes, we'd have barbecues over there and go swimming. As a matter of fact, Uncle Clayton taught me how to swim. Uncle Clayton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he'd come over to dinner one night, uh, and he brought this mask with him. My dad asked him if he wouldn't autograph it, and he did just that. He signed it Clayton Moore, the Lone Ranger, and he dated it 1951. And then he put on the other side, to my pal, and then he put for my mother and Layla, too. It says in the script to laugh here. <laughs> so this is the actual mask that the Lone Ranger wore in the first television series. That's correct. The episode is Pete and Pedro. Uh, he eventually changed it, correct? That's correct. <laughs> he did not like this mask because it covered too much of his face. He designed the blast mask as it's known today. This is an iconic item. Uh, you know, Judy Garland's red ruby slippers. No, it's a mask, you moron. (laughs) You know your place, boy. Uh, Clayton Moore's mask as the Lone Ranger. It's one of those pieces that just kind of takes your breath away when you see it. I mean, oh, no. I mean, everyone who's like, whoa, hey, you know, and at least everyone's a little curious. Why is it purple? But it makes perfect sense. I think this is worth at least $25,000. Oh, my gosh. At an auction, who knows what could happen? Sky's the limit. The fact that it's signed by Clayton Moore to your father, the family connection, it's remarkable. The stuff comes into the show and it blows my mind and and here it is. Lone Ranger's mask, you know? Who would have thought? Yeah, exactly. It's definitely worth its weight in silver, isn't it? (laughs) Absolutely. That's great. 
And scene. Twenty-five thousand dollars. Your reaction, you're like when you're like, oh, I had the number and changed it. Shit. Uh, I, I mean, I just there's there's no universe in which I was actually gonna guess twenty-five thousand in a serious way. <laughs> I mean, gotta be Lord, I was not expecting that. I think this guy just had a hard on for Clayton Moore and blew, inflated the price. He <laughs> <laughs> came back to him five minutes later. He's like, 25, 50,000. It's 50,000. It's Clayton Moore. Um, <laughs> Is it purple? So, I like purple. Uh, there, you there you go. Uh, <laughs> Clayton Moore's uh, Lone Ranger mask, uh, 25 grand. Congratulations to that guy uh, who is $25,000 richer now. Uh, probably and I think hmm. technically I won because I was the closest. You were. What did you get? Seven seven thousand dollars? Fifteen. Oh, fifteen. Yep, there you go. Rich uh Rich got it. Congratulations, Rich. Everybody else drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, hey, gonna hey, drink, I'm gonna drink good. with you guys. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <sighs> so our next question uh was another one submitted by Matt's mom. Uh Lake or Ocean, explain. Uh what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a lot there, so let me uh, let me read this back in. Lake or ocean? Explain. Uh, as added context, this was submitted by my mother. <laughs> Lake or ocean? Lake or ocean? Explain. Um. Uh. I, lake, I guess. Explain. Yeah. Explain. Um, I don't know how. I really. Don't uh, Rich, hurry up and explain. <laughs> I'm oh, trying to think the why mask I would... went for fifty grand at auction. Sorry, I went backwards. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh my god, uh, Lord! What a what um, a absolute windfall. Anyway, Rich, explain. Uh, well, you see, lakes um, they are more enclosed and more in nature than I would think the ocean. So I would rather visit somewhere that's more enclosed in the nature than something that's so wide and open like like the ocean. Okay, here's why you're wrong. <laughs> lakes are <laughs> Explain. Explain lakes, lakes are gross and stagnant. They're basically giant stagnant pools of water. The ocean, while more scary, I would argue, is constantly moving, so I feel like it's less dirty. Like if you pee in the ocean, it's getting swept out to sea fairly quickly. If you pee in a lake, it's just pee in a lake. You've just you're made just the lake. <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting in it. It's going nowhere. So I would say ocean because lakes are grosser. Here's what I will say. I, I think I've grown to appreciate the like, you know, lake in, a mount, lake in the mountains type of vacation nowadays. Uh, just being able to go to like a cabin in the woods and everything like that. But I think what I appreciate most about that versus the beach is the fact that I'm in the mountains and not necessarily the lake part. As far as a body of water, uh, give me the ocean every time. Uh, it is, it's got a nice, you know, I don't know, salty nature to it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it seems, you know, it offers a little bit more in terms of travel, uh, in terms of, of moving from one place to the other. Um, and uh, you can go, uh, you can go uh, boogie boarding in it. So, nice. Ocean. Uh, yeah, more or less, I completely agree with both Matt and Sean's reasoning. Every time mm. I go in a lake, well, on the rare occasion that I have, because normally I'm just like, ew. It, it's just like <laughs> I, I step on something and it's like, what the fuck was that slimy? Oh, <laughs> just a rock. Why are rocks slimy? Rocks are not supposed to be slimy. This is bullshit. Um, mm -hmm. And usually it's just it, it just 
there's so much shit floating around in it, whether it's decaying material, a fish that I'm more likely to come in contact than if I was just at the beach or just like some random growth. And it's like, I can't see what it is. So it just freaks me out. Uh, so mm-hmm. beach or ocean every day, all day. The ocean. Now, Rich, it seemed like the biggest draw for you was the fact that you had a little bit more privacy when it came to the lake. Like it wasn't as, you know, it, you have the lake. It's it's cut off from the rest of of the running water and everything like that. It's sort of your own. Yes. Uh, your, I will turn this over to Sean and, and Tim then. Your thoughts on Rich's reasoning and do you have a, a counter to that specifically? Do you care about the fact that the, the lake is, is closed off as opposed to the ocean? No. Not really. I mean, that that in that sense, I'm on your page, Matt, in that I love the idea of just being like up in the mountains and kind of like solitude, but mm-hmm. not because of the lake. I'd rather yeah. not go in the lake and just be at a fire pit next to the lake. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah, because we went we went to the Poconos a couple year uh, a couple times uh, last year, uh, which you know feels like 25 years ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> back in the day when we were allowed to go outside, uh, we we spent a couple weekends in the Poconos, and uh, and there was a lake nearby, but we didn't go to the lake. We just you know enjoyed the you know the, the seclusion a little bit. Yeah, yeah I, I, I go to the Poconos every year, and I almost never go to the lake that's like a stone's throw away from whatever cabin I'm in. Right. No. 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 Yeah, I, if I want the mountain ambiance, I'll just go into the woods. I don't need a, I don't need water. There's, the water adds nothing except maybe a nice breeze in the summer. That's it. See, I, I've I've never actually <laughs> been to or in a lake, so I'm just <laughs> looking at the lake. Because they're it's secluded. Like me talking about this NFL draft, like, oh, I wouldn't have picked him and I didn't watch like a second of college football this year. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have done that. This is wild, Rich. You're blowing my mind. You're just asking for a staph infection basically going into a lake and you don't even know. You don't even know. (laughs) I don't. You live this carefree, joyous life free of staph infections. (laughs) You're still you're out here trying to get back into the lake. Yeah, you know, we have have three votes for the beach, and then we have whatever the fuck Rich is doing. Uh, uh, Three votes for the beach, and then one for the ocean, and one for the lake. Rich, you're allowed to say you don't know enough to have an opinion. No, that's not true. This is Brose podcast. It's the Brose podcast. You just have to make a decision, like it, like that. Uh, we're going to move on, uh, to <laughs> off of, oh my God, rich. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to move to the next question, which is from uh, listener, Emily Cooper. Thanks very much, Emily. What is the first thing you want to do after quarantine? Go out to a very like five-star fancy dinner. Mm. Uh, okay. I've never, I've never been to a five star restaurant as far as I know. But what is with you again? What are you? Doing? <laughs> you gotta figure but, out what's going on with you. Like, I just, I, you know, I, just being secluded or just being closed into a, just my house. I, you know, I want to go all out, and I just want to mm-hmm. go to a five star restaurant and like, hopefully, have the time of my life and the best meal ever. I admire Rich for for consistently proposing <laughs> new experiences. Um, this, is, this shows a willingness to branch out outside of his comfort zone. Like he's never been in a lake, but you know what? Fuck it, sight unseen. <laughs> I'm going into this lake. 
Uh, and then for five star restaurant, no, I've never been to a five star restaurant. But listen, I'm I'm gonna guess that it's gonna be good, and so I'll go for it. Um, so I I I do admire that that brazen confidence that you're going to enjoy uh, this five star restaurant, which is not a bad bet. It's a five star restaurant. <laughs> Uh, so Rich would go to a five-star restaurant, which is, which is good. Um, Tim, what would you do the, well, the moment the quarantine is lifted? What's the first thing you want to do? I am going to world of beer with the engineering supervisor, the quality supervisor, the other quality supervisor, the quality manager, and just whatever engineer I can get to show up because that's going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> that, that's world it. We're just, beer. we're just, I'm, I'm going to get an Uber, go to world of beer Drink mm. all of the beers that aren't on my list, and then maybe somehow end up home. <laughs> somehow, maybe. Yeah, one of these weeks, find your way home. Right. I got to show you guys a great picture of the engineering supervisor. Uh, I mean, not that the right. listening audience can see that, but no, we'll pass it around. We'll, we'll take this one off the air. Take it off the air. Uh, okay, uh, and look at that picture. So, uh, get Sean, blitzed what the first is my answer. Get blitzed. Got it. All right. Get blitzed. <laughs> get blitzed in public, though, specifically. Yeah. All right, Sean, what would you <laughs> what, what would you do first, Sean? Um, honestly, I just want to get back to like the schedule that I had. Like I liked going to work. I didn't I liked going to my office because it was a nice break in the morning and in the afternoon. And then I liked on the weekends, I'd wake up really early and I'd go out for a hike or I'd go play froth. Like I was in such a good groove and it was so Good for my mental health. Hmm. Thank you for that pick, Tim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. But like, I was in such a good groove. I just, the, I don't really want to do anything specific. I just want to get back to this kind of stuff I was doing before. Like, I just want, I understand mm-hmm. that we're not, we're not, after the quarantine's over, there's, we're going to have to adjust to like a, nor, a new normal for everything. But I just mm-hmm. want to get kind of as close to what I was doing before as I can, just because like, I need that schedule. I need that kind of structure that I'm not, I'm really lacking right now. I'm having such a hard time. I need to get up on, at a regular time. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Martin sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I can, great, I can uh, completely agree with that. Like since both losing my job and quarantine started, I have like, I, my mental state has dropped. So like just getting back to where, like getting back to doing things that you just used to do, would be like an awesome return to quarantine from quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The stuff that I want to do coming out of quarantine is probably not stuff that we're going to be able to do right away out of quarantine, which is basically um, have physical contact, like direct physical contact um, with, with another person. You know, I, I, I still, you know, hug my wife and, and kiss my wife and everything. But like, I, other than that, you know, I haven't touched another human being. Uh, shook hands, high fived, uh, you know, bro tap, elbow tap, dabbing, all my usual greetings at work. Um, I I haven't done that for for several weeks, so uh, so that'll be good. Um, but you're probably not gonna be able to do that right off the bat. Um, and so what same you're thing, saying is like, your new coworkers don't even really know you. They barely, man. It's <laughs> uh, it was funny. The one of the last days that I was in the office, um, I was I was introducing myself to a new coworker, and we our conversation was about 
um, you know, all the social distancing and all the weird stuff going on with COVID before everybody got locked in. And then all at once we're like, oh, I never got your name. And uh, I'm like, oh, I'm Matt. And he's like, oh, I'm Bill. And I went to shake his hand. I'm like, oh, wait, we just spent 10 minutes talking about how we're not supposed to be shaking hands anymore. Um, so no, they barely know me. Um, I don't know. I, sporting events are going to be out for a little bit still too. Um, so I will say the first thing that I want to do when I get out uh, of quarantine is I want to go on a small vacation with my wife. Um, I want to go on a weekend trip to another city. Uh, and even if it's, uh, you know, 85% of what normal is or 75% of what normal is, um, I want to go somewhere and just take a weekend off. You know, she's been working a ton. I've been working a little bit more than usual. Um, it'd be nice to just get, get a weekend away. Uh, which is weird because we've been away from everyone for for four and a half weeks. But like a weekend oh, yeah. out of the house, just the two of us, sort of like a night, uh, a weekend on the town, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that does sound really nice. Maybe I'll go. Well, even I think if I took like after everything's done, like a week off from from work, where I'm mm-hmm. just like even if I'm staying home, but I can go out and do stuff with Mary and the kids because it's. It is, I think one of the hardest things has been the fact that they shut down all of the parks around us. So it's not even like I can be like, hey, Jake, do you want to go to the park and like throw a football around or something? Because we're like, mm-hmm. we are stuck in this weird. So I think that maybe that's what I want to do. I want to like go to a park with my family and like have take Alice to the playground and stuff like that. That'd and then nice. just friggin' dipper and bleach or whatever when we get home. <laughs> I hear that's yeah. bad for children. Well, you don't know. It may, it, it builds their immune system. <laughs> it builds character. How would you, how would you know, Tim? <laughs> I, I clearly don't know anything. Uh, I wouldn't either. <laughs> um, any other thoughts? Any other things you want to do as soon as we get out of quarantine? I want to have a party I, with you guys. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah, man. To get together have some drinks play some like mario party or something i want to have hell yeah because we've we've we have been doing a fairly good job of keeping in touch with one another even outside of the podcast like we've been mm-hmm. but i would yeah. like to just have a party and see you guys face to face to face to face yeah yeah to have, face have, yeah have, that have was a, that was four faces <laughs> have, have a, have rub a our faces together apocalypse yeah just kiss each other for you know i've been missing all the smoochins <laughs> just four dudes making out i mean uh, as has been discussed nuzzling is kind of my quirk <laughs> it's my quirk i nuzzle people i i, 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 I I miss nuzzles and 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 hugs and cuddles and stuff. So I like Tim yes. taking it to the next level. Like the, the he's the, he's the coworker that's like, oh, I'm a hugger, but he's a little creepy. But Tim's just like, I'm a nuzzler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch out for Timmy. He's a nuzzler. It's like, it's like nice to meet. You. Hi, put hand for, put your hand out for a handshake. No, nah, we don't handshake here. Nuzzle, nuzzle, nuzzle. <laughs> yeah. We do butterfly kisses. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, our next question is from listener Amanda Hastings. What is Animal Crossing and why do I need it? <laughs> Dumb question. <laughs> so Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, you need it because we said so. Yeah. Uh, what is it? It is a um, I guess you can call it a life simulator on the switch um, where you uh, just hold have play as a character making a life on an island uh to continually pay back the crook tom nook Um, (laughs) 
for every time he charges you for something. Look, my basement is 2.4 million bells. Why did you make my basement last? Now you have to dig up my entire foundation of my house to make my basement. That's why it's 2.4 million. You're such a crook. You could have just made a basement (laughs) first. But no, you make it last because it's more expensive to build. This again, Amanda, is why you need to play this game. (laughs) Uh, You need to be robbed like the rest of us. Yes, it is. so Animal nice. Crossing, new late stage capitalism. <laughs> it, it truly is, but it's like Mary and I. So Mary, Mary, Jake, and I share an island together, and we just and basically you just do kind of whatever you want. There is there is like yeah. a loose objective, but it's pretty easy to to finish the game. Basically, yeah. Like and so there is a loose objective, but then it's just kind of like I want to buy clothes and wear silly outfits and like i want to farm or whatever i want to plant flowers and it's just very calm alice loves it <laughs> she's so yeah. stoked because all of the uh the villagers speak in kind of like a babble like blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, and blah, she's blah, super blah, blah, into it yeah, yeah. she's yeah. very much into it i i was running around my outfit was a cat dog a pillar it was a caterpillar <laughs> costume with a dog nose and a cat hat so I was a cat dog a pillar, mm. and and my wand I have all the colors of the quote Power Rangers costumes, so I can transform into any color Power Ranger. Nice, yeah, yes. It's exactly. just, you can do whatever you want. It I is mean, just yeah. it is just a relaxing experience, yeah. and I think it's nice. It's especially nice because like with everything that's going, it came out at the perfect time because with everything that's going on, it's like you can really turn off your brain and be like, I'm just going to catch some fish Yeah. for the yeah. next 15 minutes. I'll make some money. And you say so you have that reward center of your mm-hmm. brain gets fulfilled a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it is, it is very nice. I don't like those types of games generally, but I have been very into it because it, it is so calming. It's just like, yeah. let me just, and, and it's also a game that Mary and I can play together and we're mm-hmm. like, oh, and because we have the same, we're on the same island. We're like, what do you want to do? Where do you want to build a bridge? Like, how are we going to, mm-hmm. you know, organize everything? And it's very, uh, it's, it's just so nice. You should do, get it do, because it's just nice. There's no do, yeah. bad things. <laughs> Sean, do you and Mary like legitimately play at the same time, or is it like she'll uh, play some, for a bit and then you'll play for a bit? Sometimes we do. It's okay. when you play together. It's it's okay, but. It's not the best, but we we'll just we'll just take turns. Like she'll play for a while, and I'll play for a while, and it's pretty much uh, we play a lot during the day because legitimately Alice loves it. Like she's so yeah. into it. So, yeah, she loves when you sell stuff. It's great. You're burying the yeah. lead here, Sean. Uh, you didn't tell us the name of your island. Oh, island uh, <laughs> named after third leading rusher of all time. Third in the NFL, uh, Frank Gore. So we live on Frank Gore because I didn't know that you can only have one island. So <laughs> sorry to Jake and Mary for naming our island Frank Gore. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. I think Jacob's the one you have to be apologizing for. I'm sure he's all in on it. Yeah, he loves it. <laughs> yeah, Frank Gore. Yeah, uh, yeah so it's a good game. Uh, it's it's not necessarily my cup of tea. I have enjoyed playing it periodically, but uh, 
but it is certainly calming if that's if that's what you're looking for. You know, my wife loves it. Um, you know, it's very soothing. It's very satisfying because if, especially if you work a ton or like just you have a bunch of stressful things going on in life, it's it's very nice uh, to have a game where you can just be like, I'm going to plant a tree. I'm going to cut down this tree. I'm going to move the trees into a nice grid. Um, and then I do what I do, which is find the grid of trees that my wife has made of apple trees. <laughs> <laughs> Take one, move it one tile uh, away so that it's asymmetrical, and then uh, we get divorced. <laughs> it's it's uh, it is, it is a just like it's it is a nice game. Like I wake up eight nine o'clock in the morning, I sit down on the couch, and I just play for like two hours, three hours, doing everything, and then you can stop. You don't have to continue playing. You only have to play for like a few like. If you want to play daily, you really only have to play for like 10 minutes a day. You don't have to continue to progress and get further and get better. It's just it's such a good play at your own pace game that mm-hmm. it's it's so nice. Picture. Yeah, yeah. Picture like the Sims and Stardew Valley, like super simplified. Yeah. Yeah. And you're getting something like that. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, any other thoughts on Aminal Crossing? Get it. Yes. Get it. You're, you 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 have time. Yeah. Eh. All right. They're they're um, doing they're doing an Earth Day event through uh May 10th, I believe. So you can get some special stuff and there's shrubs and bushes and things now which is nice. We also have a bonus question that was provided to us uh shortly after our original envelope of questions was sent in. Uh this is submitted by a longtime listener Jacob Sutherland. Uh, how do you think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to do this season? Tom Brady is on the decline and Gronk is questionable. If they are both good, though, Tom Brady may be looking toward a seventh ring with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, too. Thoughts? Uh, and this one's directed towards you, Tim. What, what season? We're not no. going to have a season. No, that's so Everyone sad. stands inside for the next three years. That's so depressing. Well, uh, uh, so what do you think uh, Bucks are going to do, Sean? Here's what I think. I uh, first off, I think Rob Gronkowski. I it is blowing my mind that he came back because it seems like such a bad idea. Because he stopped playing because of all of his concussions, right? So maybe friggin' yep. stop. Just yeah. friggin' back stop. Problems. Get back problems you, before he even got drafted. You expect somebody with that many head injuries to make a smart decision? I know, but you you would assume <laughs> he has a bunch of like he has a team of people who are telling him to do more to do more intelligent things than. Whatever. It's been at least eighteen months since he's eaten a Tide Pod. Yeah. So okay, good for him. <laughs> he could he could um, just easily open a sports bar. That's what a lot of old sports yeah. players do, right? Is yeah. open a sports bar. Yeah, and he'd know. be fine, I'm sure. Yeah. But. I don't know. I so that 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 kind of pissed me off because I'm like, you're putting yourself in risk. But I guess it's his his body, his choice, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Bucks are going to be bad. I think I think uh, Jake is is correct that Tom Brady is on the decline Mm -hmm. and uh yeah we he's i just they're gonna be fine they're gonna be a mediocre team and tom brady is gonna do the same thing that brett Favre did and kind of have you know a couple mediocre seasons and then kind of fade off and everyone Mm -hmm. will remember when he was on the patriots because it doesn't matter yeah i i gave this take on uh on my other podcast the keystone coast to coast podcast um i think this is gonna be an unmitigated disaster uh tom brady (laughs) is 43 years old has never played outside of new england and it's it's a square peg in a round hole tom brady doesn't really have a super strong arm anymore his game is you know throw it short to guys like edelman and and i guess 
Gronk, uh, if, if Gronk is going to be, you know, back to anything remotely close to what he was before, no guarantees. Um, but all the, the, the reason the Buccaneers were successful whenever they were successful last year is when they went deep because they have Mike Evans, who is six foot five and runs like a gazelle. Uh, they have Chris <laughs> Godwin, who's six foot two, I believe, and, and also quite fast. Uh, and they had Rashad Perriman, who can literally only run in a straight line. So <laughs> they, they, they had three guys who were great deep. And then even their tight ends, they had, you know, they had good tight ends last year. They had OJ Howard, Cameron Brait, um, you know, big guys who can still get vertical. And so the, the strength of this offense is the vertical passing game. And Tom Brady can't throw the ball deep anymore. He simply <laughs> isn't capable of doing that. Like the last two years, he's been like the, the bottom third of the league in completion percentage for deep passes. Um, and I think this is an, a gross overreaction by Bruce Arians because he had Jameis Winston in Tampa Bay last year, who was just, you just threw the ball wherever the hell he wanted. Um, just, just through a ton of interceptions. And I think Bruce Arians is just like, I want whatever the opposite of that was. And he's decided that that's Tom Brady. And it's going to, it's going to cost him because it's you're you're, you're cutting off the best part of your team at the knees, in my opinion. Um, as for Gronk, I don't know. I mean, he's only he's only 31 um, or 30, I think. He's only 31 or 30 years old, uh, but his body is uh, very, very beat up. He, he's, he's got the body of like a 38-year-old at this point because he had back problems coming into the league. He has all the concussions. He's been out of football for a year. You know, maybe that helps him. Maybe he's a little more spry at this point, but I, I – the Buccaneers are six and ten this year. They're they're not. They weren't a good team last year, and and I don't think they got <laughs> substantially substantially better at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I I will acknowledge as much as I hate to that Tom Brady is a good football player, but yes, he is in a decline, and it's going to be nice to see this year that mm-hmm. like oh he was was he actually that good or was he good because of Belichick and the team that was built around yeah. him in the Patriots mm-hmm. uh, with him being now on a new team and. Like we said, Gronk shouldn't even be playing. Like, I'll be surprised if he makes it past like three games. Um, mm. Yeah, they're going to be getting... low managing him. He'll be like getting weeks yeah. off and stuff like that. Yeah. So like it's it's going to be uh, like refreshing to see like, oh, he is good. But was he actually as good as everyone thinks he was? Mm. Or was it just his team? Yeah. Yeah. Could be an ugly year for Tampa Bay. Um, yeah. I don't know who they're going to draft. Uh but uh, <laughs> I saw somebody joke online that the Tampa Bay is going to trade their pick to the uh, to the Patriots to just get Julian Edelman and Bill Belichick on their team. <laughs> uh, so just just make it full on uh, Buccaneers South. So that's uh, that was, those are my thoughts. Seems like we're all pretty uh, uh, lukewarm at best on the the Buccaneers thing with Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, or Tom Brady. Um, Tim, your thoughts. I am genuinely surprised there's not more pictures of me nuzzling people on the Internet. Tim <laughs> spent the last like 20 minutes sending us pictures of him nuzzling uh, various people. They got one of me, one of Rich, uh, one of uh, some a couple of strangers, at least strangers to me. Um, you yeah, don't know good Stitch. Stuff. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see Stitch. There's a picture of Tim. Well, he appears. <laughs> this is the, when you were, you were. Were you like 13 in this picture of you nuzzling Stitch? Uh, me. You're no, quite probably, young in this photo. I gotta be like 20. 19 or 20. 20. <laughs> okay. All right. I believe you. Because um, okay. I think that's so, the Disney store in King of Prussia. Uh, uh, maybe. I might have okay. been, been 19. <laughs> that was definitely K1 uh, territory. Oof. <laughs> uh, so that 
is the end of the, the questions for uh, for envelope number one, quote unquote. Does anyone have a closing thought or take they want to uh, roll out there for this episode? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I have one, but it's very football. It's a football <laughs> one and we're very football heavy at this point. So I, I, if I'll, we can avoid I'll, it, I'll, I will. I'll, I'll throw one. I'll throw okay. one down. Sweet and show. Um, it's, uh, the return of uh, nerdy things that normies should do or just <laughs> nerdy things in general that people should do. Play Final Fantasy VII the remake. It is fantastic. Mm. That's all I got to say. It is fantastic. Um, Don't look into uh, storyline stuff because they changed things and you could definitely spoil yourself after uh, even if you've played the original from 20 something years ago. Definitely play Final Fantasy VII the remake. I beat it in a weekend. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I've, I'm actually more than halfway through my second playthrough. Whew. How long does it take to, to? I mean, I guess you beat it in a weekend. Like, how many hours <laughs> well, is it? Uh, my first playthrough was 39 hours. <laughs> Rich, yeah. it's it it's not the whole original storyline, right? It ends like no, partway through the story. It ends when you leave Midgar. So, dude, I'm not gonna lie. Kind of mad about that. Oh well, again it's different like the original game the original final fantasy 7 midgar was probably anywhere between six to ten hours and that's pushing it they turned it into a roughly 40 hour game um but it all it is all well worth it it is yeah. all absolutely well worth it hmm. I excellent. Guess. excellent all right yeah. final fantasy 7 remake it looks it looks incredible i only played the demo but it it it, it looks absolutely phenomenal um, it is so mm-hmm. yeah all right yeah. final fantasy 7 um, remake and animal crossing get them yes. get them get them people want to see any more of your uh your gamer takes rich where can they find them on twitter uh at b underscore walnuts what about you sean at hey it's sob and you tim at timar hansen and you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast uh, is uh, on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast and on Facebook at Brose Podcast. Uh, you can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. Uh, and if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the show, you want to email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks as always to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, Shannon Vogel for designing our world-famous logo. Uh, her work is available on, at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook uh, and on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Stephen Siebert, uh, and you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, Rich, uh, what's going on with uh, PodQuest these days? Uh, check out PodQuest. Uh, we release every Thursday. It's a weekly nerd roundtable where this week we should be doing a spoiler cast of Final Fantasy VII, the remake, because uh, the other co-host who has been playing it should finally have beaten it by now. Um, cast. Yeah, so check it out. I co-host the Keystone Coast to Coast podcast with my buddy Eddie Provident. Um, uh, we are putting out an episode in the near future uh, where we, we are going to discuss the uh, our favorite players from every NBA team and our favorite players of all of all time from every MLB team. Um, and we'll likely do some NFL draft recap as well, mostly making fun of the Giants who are on the clock right now. And I cannot wait, cannot wait for whatever <laughs> they do, because I'm going to laugh a lot. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. Um, say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Bye. For 
Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, Tim Hansen, and the entire Action Moves team. My name is Matt Casnell, <laughs> reminding you to be smart about being stupid. <laughs>